Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Share web. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. Although just even to see your face is so joyous. I know, you're absolutely glowing as always. Well, you are too. Well, we saw each other. You were one of the few people that I hung out with, like in the brief spell where we could. Same here. We went to Liberties, didn't we? Nice. Like what did we have? Hot chocolate. Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> little mooch around the jewellery section, as is our want. But you are back on the show. Well, no, actually, I'm saying you're back time. on the show. First time. I feel like you're... Oh, my goodness. I feel like I should have sent you flowers. Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you're such a uh, familiar face to me and a friend that I just assumed you'd been on right. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I listen to your podcast all the time, so I do feel like I've been on it when I haven't. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, and you're so lovely, because every now and again I'll get a WhatsApp where you'll say something about an episode, and I'm like, oh my God, she was listening to me. Yeah, I love your pod. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm very glad that you are on here, and you are going to come on the main show, and we've talked about that for a long time, actually, to yeah. talk about your incredible career as a makeup artist, and the fact that, I mean, you, your career as a makeup artist is so incredible. You had a long time working on catwalks for, like, campaigns, proper like on the ground working makeup artist and now you're this super super insta star super I mean your your IG channel is one of the nicest places to hang out and just watch somebody who knows what they're talking about use makeup and give really good advice and tips thank you very much it's like a little hub of flowers makeup and things that I love and it's um it's quite samey samey so if you have a look on it it's if you scroll down three years ago it's pretty much exactly the same so you definitely know what you're getting I'm a creature of habit for sure I love the fact I feel like you're underselling it it's quite samey samey but actually <laughs> it's 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 lovely and you do share brilliant brilliant tips and you have a really nice way of like you've got your you do your sped up videos so you can just I, they're so good anyway I'm just just go and look at it, listeners. It's brilliant. Awesome. <laughs> but, you are, but you are on here to share your feel-good habits. And these are the strategies and techniques that people use in order to stop a bad day turning into a bad week or a bad morning turning into a bad afternoon. Those things that when you wake up in the morning and you feel like you're in a grump and you could really lean into that and be a pain in the ass to yourself and everyone around you. These are the tips you do to talk yourself into a good mood. So I have a feeling that you're going to have good ones. <laughs> I have a few because, you know, I do a lot of live videos and when you wake up and you don't feel in that zone, you have to get yourself into it. And so for me, I, the first thing I do is put on a playlist from Spotify 
and it's always quite lively, really upbeat. And during lockdown, honestly, Spotify has been my, it's been like a sanctuary within itself because all of my playlists and yeah, just music makes, makes me feel so, so good. But also making playlists um, that remind me of certain times in my life and I'll send my friends playlists that will remind me of me and them at a certain time. So music is like a number one thing. It takes me out of a funk. It makes me cry. It makes me feel, I don't know, like electric. So yeah, I just, without music, I would definitely be maybe in a bit of a hole, I reckon. (laughs) My goodness. Well, we had a bonding moment, a further bonding moment, because our friendship had already been cemented. But when we saw each other for our hot chocolate and liberty, we were, we, I didn't know and you didn't know that we both really love Prince. Prince, yeah, huge, huge Prince fan. So my dad um, was a drummer. And so my mum and dad had me very young. And so from a young age, I was going to gigs from like three years old. And yeah, festivals, all those kind of things. So it's like music has this way of making me go back to certain occasions or times in my life. And yeah, it's just my escapism is music. I can't really go on a walk without it. Uh, if I leave my earphones at home, <clears throat> I'll definitely come back and get them, even if I'm miles away, you know, I have to come back and get my earphones. And um, yeah, music's my thing, 100%. Did you see Prince live? We talked about this, you did, didn't yeah, you? I did. He did um, 21 gigs, sorry. <clears throat> he did 21 gigs and I went to, I think, seven of them and they were all quite similar. So by the seventh one, I was like, <laughs> yeah, had my feel, but I still loved it. You know, I've seen him maybe 10 times in total. Oh, this was the 21 nights at the O2, yeah, wasn't it? at the O2 arena. And the tickets were only 21 pounds. So it's like 21 nights, 21 pounds. So I just thought I just buy loads of tickets. And um, I went with different friends every night. Do you know what? I'm such an idiot because I didn't go. But I, do you know what I do remember? I remember being on the London Underground on the way back home and bumping into a friend. I think Claire Pike. There you go, Claire. Um, do you remember Claire? <laughs> Claire Pike? Yeah. Yes. And she was, I think she had just come from the concert. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah, maybe I should do that. And then never getting my my stuff together I imagine and going. that you've been to a gig I saw you with a lovely Prince t-shirt on the other day and I still need to get hold of that yes yes we'll have a conversation about that um oh, so please. in terms of music do you when you say you have a Spotify playlist do you have like a nice time in the day or in your schedule where you think actually I'm going to sit down and put together a playlist and why I'm asking is is the act of putting the playlist together as much a feel-good habit as listening to it Absolutely. And do you know what? Mondays are Discover Weekly Days. So Monday morning, 10am, check the phone just to see what Spotify has found for you. So it basically, it, it knows what you like, and then you'll always find two or three treasures within the mix that you've forgotten about. So they'll get into a playlist. And yeah, Mondays are great. There's also something called Time Capsule, which takes you straight back to the 80s or 90s and it's like nostalgia. So I just sit in my makeup room, which quite often is a bit messy, but the music's on and it's just like I'm in this little zone. I love it. (laughs) I love the fact that it um, shows you your most listened to songs by year. So 2018, if I click that playlist, Harry Styles' Sign of the Times is the first song. But 2017 is RuPaul's City That Walk. And so I have, so I feel, when I listen to it, I'm like, gosh, I was quite perky in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also really like to see what's inside your playlist. Like I'd like to see, like, I think it's quite personal looking at yeah. someone's account, seeing what they listen to and stuff. 
So, so music's massive. And in my live videos, I always have music on in the background and it's generally quite loud. Um, but yeah, that kind of gets the whole spirit going. So yeah, music on a Sunday is 100% my thing. Also flowers. I know oh. that we've obviously got this... <laughs> This absolute obsession with uh, we're getting a nice delivery every week of some lovely flowers. I've got some here as we're chatting now. They've really helped throughout lockdown, actually. Yeah. Um, just to lift the spirit, bring, bring some colour to the house and stuff. Well, you really are the one who got me to buy peonies in the spring. And I really, they are my favourite flowers, I think. But I always forget that the season's really short. So if you really like peonies, you've sure. got to... You've got a very small window. What is it? Eight weeks, nine weeks? Eight weeks. And then it's almost like towards the end, there's only the pastel pink ones, which are still gorgeous. But I felt like we were quite spoiled this lockdown because we discovered this amazing delivery service, which had these peonies that I'd never actually seen before. Like the heads were like pom-poms. I know. And even when they sort of like changed colour throughout the week, they got more and more beautiful and the petals were everywhere. Yeah. So I feel like I'm always living for peony season, even though all the flowers throughout the year are gorgeous. Those are just the best. Oh, 100%. Do you remember when you first started? Because I feel like as a jobbing journalist, as a jobbing makeup artist, like flowers might have been an extravagance at some point. Do you remember when weekly flowers became something that you could afford? Because for me, I definitely, those are things I really noticed and think, oh, that I remember that, that they stopped feeling like a guilty pleasure and they just became a pleasure. Yeah, I remember I'd always go to like M&S and buy like a little bunch of two pound roses or five pound roses. And so I'd go to Liberties and just stare at the flowers. I still do that. Yeah. I always post a picture of the um, the amazing flower store there. I never really buy any. I might buy one single rose or one single hydrangea, but I always have a look and I'm just like, it's just how they make you feel, flowers. Mm. So whether you can buy them or not, or you have them in your house, when you're out on a walk, I'll always spot flowers and just think, do you know what? They're just... They're so lovely just to view, aren't they? Oh, just divine. And actually, it's lovely when they smell good too. And I do appreciate, I do totally know what you mean. Like with those flower deliveries, listeners, we're talking about. I mean, I know we've got international listeners, which might seem a bit unfair, but it's a company called Auction Direct Flowers, and they only operate in uh, London. But they pivoted their business from events and weddings and things like that during lockdown to do home delivery, and it has been the pleasure to kind of get the flowers and they look beautiful on day one and then actually they seem to get more beautiful throughout the week yeah and they're really affordable I feel like they were they kind of send them as a delivery so that they get sent from like wholesale so I kind of like them getting delivered like you just pick them from like you know you've yeah. actually got the stem out of the ground they're not like put into like a nice bouquet they've all got prickles down them and you've got to chop them all up and I kind of like that whole process of you know, I always say if I wasn't a makeup artist that I would have a flower stall or I'd be a florist. And maybe one day, you know, I'd like to think that I have something, maybe a pop-up or something like that, that sells gorgeous flowers that are affordable for people. And, you know, they're all the faves. I can I really see that. Place. I can really yeah. see you with that shop. Yeah, I want to be surrounded by flowers always. Even though my garden is quite funny, every time the auction um, direct people come and like, <laughs> give the flowers, I'm like, don't look at the garden. Like Instagram versus reality, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like there's literally nothing in the front garden, only leaves all over the floor at the moment. But um, yeah, I'd love like a big garden, like Sam McKnight's garden. Do you follow Sam McKnight? Sam McKnight's garden is ridiculous. No, I'm always like, Sam, how did you, where did you start with this? That's my goal, to have the most incredible garden like that. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. I yeah, I love that. Right. So flowers and music are yes. are two. And I and I'm on board with both of those. I love them too. Okay, so the next thing is actually sometimes just not actually doing anything because I think with our jobs, especially being really camera facing and talking a lot and doing lots of stories and tutorials and things like that, and having to kind of put on, you know, I don't know, you kind of go on camera and I just kind of sometimes just need to kind of say no. So I think sometimes a habit of mine is to say yes to everything. And I think more recently, I think lockdown's showing me that, you know, I did need to slow down a little bit. And so I think it's definitely something I've learned. It's just to kind of take time for me just to not do anything. Literally get the comfy clothes on, get the candles on, order something from delivery, which is quite often probably a cheeseburger. Yes. <laughs> Um, and just relax and I used to almost feel like well in this time I could be seeing so-and-so or I could be driving to see you know a friend but actually as much as I do really miss that I quite liked having this time just to kind of reconnect with myself a little bit. It's funny Lily Cole came on the podcast a little while ago and she referred to it as the great pause and I just keep coming back to that because I can't think of any other it doesn't matter how long a holiday you take or a gap year or a sabbatical this is a different what this is a difference because everybody's had to slow down and the world itself has slowed down in many ways it also feels like it's probably um picked up the pace in other areas but exactly as you say it's it's been i can't imagine circumstances where you would anyone would get this again or has previously yeah i've really kind of embraced it i've been you know i've sorted out a lot of my house i love writing lists I've got lists of things that I probably will never, ever end up doing, but I find that really therapeutic to write lists of things, even things I've already done, so I can just make that tick. (laughs) Has it also also expanded your horizons and you've thought, whereas you wouldn't have had the bandwidth previously, uh, sorry to use that expression, it can be a bit annoying, but you know, having this, the headspace to be able to think about what you might do, having this time and it being a bit of a pause means that you're probably thinking about things that you wouldn't have even considered before. Absolutely. And knowing that there's not that pressure that everyone's on the same pause is just so such a nice feeling. It's like if I want to take a month out and be at home and everyone else is still doing their same, you know, out of lockdown life, I think I'd be really stressed thinking I was missing out or I should be there as well. Mm. So, yeah, there's lots of things that I'm starting to think about that I would never have had the time to think about before. Also, my health as well. Like, I think you know, so much goes on behind the scenes, you know, when you do an Instagram, you've got this, like you say, there's flowers, there's makeup, it's always quite a positive vibe. But I was 40 in August, and there's been a number of different things happening behind the scenes. And it's actually been really nice to actually be here to feel those things rather than just be continually busy. So yeah, it's been great. Okay, so let's talk about your 40th. Because actually, you did something... I tried to embrace my 40th and I just made it go on for far too long because I did 40 days of 40 and it was too long. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I would have loved that because I love milk and the birthday. <laughs> I did milk it for about 10 days and I would have carried on with it. So 40 days of 40 was amazing. Oh, no, because I've never really done anything for my birthday because it's so close to Christmas. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And, like, my family... 
17th of December. So it's not like my my family would very happily admit they're not like really big birthday people. Whereas I've always had that thing of, but I... I want a really big birthday party with cake and balloons. And <laughs> and so I tried to do something every day for 40 days. And the thing I ultimately learned from it is that I don't really care much for birthdays either. It didn't feel, spending all that time focusing on it didn't make it feel any better. But the way that you did your 40th is like, maybe that's maybe what I should have done. So just tell okay. listeners what you did. Okay, so I basically hired a house and, um, and had all of my friends and family together for over the space of five days. But had we not have had lockdown prior to that, I don't think I would have done that. I think I'd have done something more low key. I was so desperate to see everyone and have everyone together. We, we could only do 15 per day because of the restrictions. So I had a group of friends on the Thursday, family on the Friday, different friends on the Saturday. And it just, it was just like this injection of positivity. By the end of it, I felt so, I don't know, I just felt so much love, the fact that I'd seen everybody and celebrated my 40th, whereas I think, the build up to it, I was quite scared about turning 40. I don't know why, I just always had this thing of like, I don't feel 40 and I just had this thing in my head that, you know, we've had such a strange year, maybe I'll just like not do anything for it this year. And I thought, you know what? It was a week before I decided to do it really, really late, like last wow. minute. And I thought, should I just do something? And then I ordered pinatas of my name. Like it felt like <laughs> I was actually planning a wedding a little bit. Um, balloons, I, we had like, cake we had the whole thing music obviously I bought a speaker especially for the for the party it was just like it was great and I just had the best time and I highly recommend that for if you want to have a party but you don't want to walk into an event where it's like I find that quite overwhelming I think to walk into something and just it all be about your birthday whereas mm. if you're in a house people are relaxed you can get your comfies on at any point you can go and get glam at any point. You can go to bed at any point. There's that pressure is just much more eased when you've got this lovely house. You, you can relax. I loved it. <laughs> and you did have quite well, a lot. Of something really quickly though. Go on. So the woman who owned the house, lovely Airbnb house. Um, she was like, you know, no shoes in the house. It's not a party house. I was like, of course, you know, we'll look after it. Obviously on the first night, a few people put some videos up and we were dancing in the kitchen, but nothing too, you know, raucous or anything. Um, but the host had um, her sister message her and said, I recognise um, your kitchen on someone's, you know, Instagram that I follow. And so I was kind of then really mindful after what we posted, because just in case, I mean, we were fine. I wasn't dancing on the breakfast like on the island or anything, but could have well been. <laughs> so I just thought, just be careful because, you know, you just never know who's watching, do you? That's true. But you did embrace the sequins. Not least because mm. because Lisa Lisa Potter Dixon was involved and she yeah, uh, did she yeah. turn up in full sequin? <laughs> she actually got me some sequin Converse trainers for my fortieth. She's Aww. very very sweet and very on theme, which is Brilliant. so nice. Her I had sequins on from the moment I got into the house, the moment I left. Perfect. And do you think actually that lockdown meant that? I mean, I guess you've already alluded to this, but the sort of situation, the circumstances, meant that you enjoyed it in a way that maybe you wouldn't have previously. Yeah, I, I embraced every single minute of it. I just, you know, and normally I thought, what would I wear normally? Would I have worn sequins for every single moment? But I was like, we might not get this chance again for a while. Or, you know, I just think that going forward, we'll really appreciate those kind of moments a lot more, being with people and sharing like a big celebration like that together, 100%. And do you feel a bit more chill now about being 40? Absolutely love it. I think just getting to 40 was the stressful bit and now I don't feel any different. Um, 
but yeah I think between 39 and 40 the, the most like scary part was what we're going to do for it yeah what we're going to do you know everyone's like what are you gonna do for your 40th it's like oh god I just don't know so yeah the hiring the house 100% I want to do it for Christmas I keep saying that yeah that would be amazing I remember on my 40th Nadine Baggett uh, at the birthday card she wrote me said the best is yet to come and there was something so wonderful about that message that is the kind of thing that now I put it in everyone's uh, 40th birthday card now because it's just perfect <laughs> I am as well now <laughs> it makes you feel but it just makes you rather than seeing it as like this weird landmark that's somehow negative because you've reached a a landmark that means you're old or it's sort of signposting things that you can no longer do actually say the best is yet to come I was like I choose that's exactly how I choose to view it now thanks Nadine do you know what I'm actually going to see if I can find a card that says that on the front because one thing during lockdown that I've really enjoyed doing and it's I guess it's like a feel-good habit is writing to people and just writing a little message and just being like I might message someone and say you know, do you need a new lipstick or is there anything that you'd like to try or anything like that? And just doing these little care packages yeah. and taking them down to the post office and sending just, you know, a new moisturizer to someone or whatever. Like that for me, taking myself out of my space to write something to somebody else is actually, you know, quite calming. I love it. Yeah, I put together a little care package for Lindsay Kelk. Um, so she's finishing writing a book and she's in LA. She's had surgery recently to deal with some sinus issues. And I wanted to do something really nice for her. And so I bought her this coat that I knew she wanted, but she's from Doncaster and she's missing the UK. So, oh I, God, fold- <laughs> so I fold, so I bought her this, I bought her this coat that I knew she wanted. And I was like, don't buy anything from the UK for the next two weeks. And I packaged it all up, but I stuffed in the pockets and everything. And I wrapped it up. And with every roll, I put in a packet of Percy Pigs. <gasps> have you seen the Christmas ones no I haven't and don't tell Lindsay because she didn't get any but I <laughs> I I was so excited taking that to the post office and like opening up the Royal Mail app every literally every hour going where is it now it? it's arrived in LA <laughs> has she got it yet she got it yeah she's had it um when did she get it because it was all around the election as well. So I wasn't really sleeping because I was watching CNN the whole time. So every time I was like, what time is it in LA? I was like, they've got other things to do. They need to be counting votes, maybe. I don't know. I got really obsessed with it. But then, yeah, and then eventually it arrived and she sent me this really lovely voice note saying, you mad cow. Oh, do you know what? It is nice. I love sending something. But I also love receiving things in the post as well. I've actually got something for you. I said that to you last time. It's something Prince related. <gasps> something for your house it's nothing it's not a t-shirt it's something that you can have in your house I'm excited now see my feel good habit today is speaking to you how many more do we have my darling because I know that I have so um I was gonna say literally going for a walk I never used to um really just go out for a wander I used to you know go into town a lot for different events and work stuff but now that we've got our dog I will always you know, little Beppe, even if we don't have Beppe for whatever reason, like, you know, years to come, I'll always still walk. Mm. It's made me, it's actually changed my whole mindset, my, you know, mental health, everything feels so, so different from just getting out and walking. I see his face, he drags me out by looking at him, but what's happening now is I'm actually dragging him out, Mm. which is so different from when we first got him, which is just, yeah, such a positive thing. Now talk me through this if you don't mind, because I think uh, saying a walk can seem like, well, okay, what? And I remember when I was really struggling. So when I got diagnosed with depression and really properly like was physically exhausted as well as mentally and emotionally, I would go for walks 
but I wasn't even really sure where I was walking. I was almost like I found a route and then I just did it on autopilot. Yeah. But what I do now is I go out and like very often I don't take my phone or I don't listen to anything because I try yeah. to listen to what's going on. So in terms of going for a walk, do you do you think about the places that you're going to go? Are you mindful of, I want to go and get a bit lost for a bit or do you have a route? I leave my phone at home and that's the only time that I don't leave the house with my earphones in with music on. Me and the dog, we just, we walk and we take little, you know, we go into the woods I've got a pair of boots that I love. They're all covered in mud, you know, and we, we always just go on like a little adventure together, but I've started actually leaving him at home so that I can sometimes go to areas that I've never, ever been and just not have to think about him because I'm trying to train him. So I'm just loving walking. And normally I'd be like, I want to take my phone so I can track the steps. It's not about the steps. It's not about the music. I don't want any updates on anything. I just kind of want to zone and just be in the, in the lovely trees, the autumn vibes at the moment. It's so beautiful out there like almost a sort of a really healthy way to disconnect. Yeah, really healthy. The last thing that I was going to say to you is um, I've been really journaling, which is something quite new for me as well. So just writing how I feel every day, it doesn't have to be a lot, just can be a few sentences, but looking back at last year and where I was at last year, it's actually, it's not a diary. I'm not like writing really deep things in it, but I am kind of noting things and it's really helping just with certain things that are going on. We're having IVF and um, we have done for a number of years. And I wish now that I'd started doing this at the very beginning of the journey. Mm. But one thing I'll say is that it really does help just to get the thoughts that are manifesting in your head, get them onto paper and it almost clears something in your brain a little bit. And to read it back, you sort of realise how far you've come as well. That's really positive because it can be such a, I have friends who've been through it. It can be really challenging. So that's a really nice tool to share with people. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's kind of nice seeing it kind of grow, the actual notepad, you know what I mean? Without all my lists and stuff as well. So yeah, <laughs> there's paper everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> are, you a, are you a fan of a nice notebook? I went Love. through a phase where I had loads of really nice notebooks and I had to just go, this is a problem now because they're always yeah. like ornaments, I'm not using them. I've got them all lined up like books. But thankfully, they've not got a date on the front. I've stopped buying um, yearly diaries and things because I just found that that was too much pressure. Whereas these are all just like, they look lovely and they, like, the pages all look really nice in them. So yeah, exactly the same. Oh, Cher, these have been lovely habits. And I like the fact that I feel like we got the birthday bonus. That approach <laughs> to the boat. Because it doesn't have to be a birthday that you're necessarily thinking about. It's just kind of a way of making the most of anything that's coming up, I guess. Absolutely. And getting people together when we can. Mm. And that you've got a video of your birthday on your Instagram, haven't you? Yeah. Which and we just... had a confetti cannon, which was meant to be for a wedding <laughs> inside that, that lovely house. So, you know, that was on camera. That was on one of my stories as well. So what's actually quite nice is the Airbnb woman has messaged me since saying, you know, all the balloons you had up and all those streamers that you had. Can you can I ask where you got them from? Because I want to decorate the house the same for my friend's birthday. So, in fact, it was quite a positive thing in the end that she saw those videos, mm -hmm. even though I was freaking out at the time. <laughs> There goes my deposit. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking he's going to boot us out of this house. There's way more than 10 people in here. And, you know, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Thank you so much for sharing those habits. They're really lovely. I also feel like you and I should have a regular um, Spotify playlist swap. Yes. I was going to say, there. I want to know what your account name is so I can find you today. Just to have a little nosy. We can do a little swap. Do you know what? It's really cheesy. It's Emma Guns with a Z. <laughs> 
<laughs> Emma, have you had that? <laughs> probably about three years, but um, since Emma Guns with an S was taken, so I just was like, oh, Emma Guns with a Z. So that's uh, that's my street name. <laughs> okay, well, mine was Cheryl Custard um, for years, because that used to be my Hotmail address from when I was like 14. Oh Cheryl Custard. But I thought I'd better change it, because people are starting to ask me on my live. It's like, well, just what if I account? So my real name is Cheryl. So, you know, Cheryl Custard. Um, you never would have found it if you just searched me, would you? I would never have <laughs> occurred to me. I didn't even know your real name was Cheryl. Cheryl Webb, yeah. It's just always been Cher. So my dad had a um, a tattoo when he was when I was really, really young, and he actually stopped them at the R and was like, she's definitely more of a Cher. Really? So it, yeah, and it sort of stopped there. So we've always had this um, this tattoo. And yeah, so birthed as Cheryl, but yeah, always Cher. It's weird, but I think Cheryl just feels like I'm going to get told off someone's gonna tell me off Cheryl so, oh <laughs> I um Jules Jules is the same about Julian yes I see I can't see Jules as Julian no I can't at I can't all. but equally I love being friends with you for lots of reasons but for the reasons that when I'm with the people who don't know you and I talk about my friend Cher I'm like my friend Cher and there'll always be this like they'll think <laughs> be Cher and I'll just let them, I'll just let them think if it for a If anyone minute. ever says, if I could turn back time, I, if people <laughs> sing that to me, that they have done for all my life, if I could turn, I'm like, are you actually joking? Do you not think I've heard that a gazillion times? You're very lucky that you've never heard me shout gypsies, tramps and thieves in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that one though. <laughs> okay, it's a deal. Next time we meet each other outside the flower stall at Liberty's, I'm just going to... Literally, please. With my gypsies, tramps and thieves, because uh, yeah, I can do it pretty well. It. Cher, you're a delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing Thank your you habits. so much, Em. I'll speak to you soon.